another week. My God, it's flying in. Happy Sundays. Welcome to Keeping Fit and Well. And I'm your host, KP, and I'm sponsored by the podcast Studio Glasgow, who actually, Mark, who's like the co-founder, is my best friend. Um, I'm always partial to a kind of older bald man, to be honest. <laughs> so this episode is actually inspired by him, believe it or not. And the reason is because he had to go for a triple heart bypass, basically. It's been quite an amazing journey he's had. I'm not going to spoil it because he is a good storyteller, so he'll be annoyed if I don't have him on the podcast to tell the story. But anyway, so he's going for rehab and stuff like that, meets this woman, and the woman fit as a fiddle. He describes her, right? And he didn't realise that kind of after menopause and menopause, you are more at risk of cardiac issues. Like, he was actually shocked. So he he said, there's an older woman at rehab, clearly very fit. She was saying due to menopause, she has cholesterol issues and ended up having a heart attack in August. She's at resting heart rate of 40. That's fat man. Jesus. So I just wanted to educate you on this, really, not to kind of freak you out or anything. So menopause is a natural biological process in women, right? It marks the end of your reproductive years, but also marks the start of you not having to worry about fucking having a period when you're on holiday, which is what means Stacey had. Do you know what I mean? Stacey's first holiday in nine years, and she had a period. I was like, fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's loads of good things. In Japan, it's actually celebrated, like the menopause. Yay! It's a new chapter. Um, and the way to look at life when you are struggling things like this is like you get to do this next chapter. A lot of people didn't. So estrogen's role, estrogen's role, because we're wondering how does it correlate with heart conditions? Like what's what's the link? It might seem a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? That estrogen would have such an effect on things like heart problems, but cardiac issues for women as they age is the number one problem. Now, Many women think that that is breast cancer. Many women think that the number one issue is breast cancer. Isn't it interesting that it's not? Do you know what I mean? So hormonal changes, estrogen has a protective effect of the inner layer of the artery wall. It helps keep blood vessels flexible, allowing them to relax and expand to accommodate blood flow. As estrogen levels drop post-menopause, this protection diminishes, leading to an increased risk of cardiovascular issues. Yes, it is true, you know. Now, it's not necessarily you're going to have a heart attack because of that. There's loads of things that I'm going to talk about being proactive about this type of thing. But at least you know that these are actual hormonal changes, have physical, biological effects, mental effects on our body as a woman. And for us not to take the time to educate ourselves about it is fucking crazy. It's crazy, right? Changes in your fat profile. So in menopause, it's often associated with increased bad cholesterol compared to good cholesterol. So when you have that profile, is known as a risk factor to having heart disease. Now, guys, um, heart disease has been 
studied on that they are more lifestyle related in terms of stress and poor diet. Women, is it more hormonal? So you could have no heart conditions in the family, but you have a heart attack and women's heart attacks because it's like a spasm of the muscle that almost season. It's actually more dangerous. Um, so there you go, just another good thing that women have got into. I mean, that's what I was saying on my um, Instagram this week, that one of the signs of perimenopause and people were shook to the core. Was it itchy ears? Like, come on to fuck, get yourself. And now this, I'm fucking ruining your day. I'm ruining it. So blood pressure tends to rise with age, you know, because... I'm not just saying that if you take care of yourself and then you get older, it doesn't matter anyway, you're fucked because you're aging. You just become less able to process the shite. You'll know it from drinking in your fucking 20s. You're like, I used to be able to handle my booze. You get a bit older and you can't. You've got fucking 40 hangovers. If I have an extra coffee, I, I don't do well with an extra coffee, never mind a night out boozing at three in the morning. I couldn't think of anything fucking worse than that now. That would be like hell to me now. Whereas when I was younger, fucking bring it on. I was running on ten gas canisters now. I've got I'm fucking down to like seven or something. You know what I mean? Like a late night knocks me for six now and I'm just sitting in the couch with Stacey watching RuPaul's drag race. Do you know what I mean? I'm not out partying sweating waiting in a taxi for in the morning. Sometimes I look at my Insta stories of people who are still doing that and they're either my age or older and I'm like what are you? What fucking mutation have you got that you're able to fucking do that? Because I would just cry until somebody came and collected me and took me home, took me in. It's not for me. It's not for me. And obviously when I'm telling you all this as well, it's not the best idea when you're susceptible to having things like this going wrong with you. And that is what I say, if you're at the age where you're ovulating and you don't know if you're ovulating or not and you've got signs that you're not ovulating. Maybe you've got the hair growth, you've got acne, you've got no bleed, maybe you've not had a period regularly um, and you don't know if you're ovulating or not. That isn't a good thing or if you're doing anything that's stopping your ovulation like the birth control pill, contraceptive, you know, and you're not ovulating. So every time you ovulate, you're banking into the good health for stuff like this to take care of your heart you know your adrenal glands are so important because when you stop um your reproductive years are over and you're in that menopausal stage where you don't have estrogen coming out the ovaries anymore your adrenal glands that hopefully you've taken care of have you have you produce a little bit of estrogen and that helps things like this however if you have, run yourself into the ground, right? I had a woman saying to me about the membership. Um, she can't do it anymore. She's too busy. She's got two kids. Now, everything in the membership is actually recorded, right? It's recorded. You're not missing anything. If anything, you might miss some of the live events that I put on, but I put on loads, so I'm sure you'll make one, right? But anyway, I'm too busy, too stressed. That's poor. That's really, really poor. So you're too busy to basically take care of yourself. Now, if that's you, right, and you're listening to this um, and you've just been harassed, you're trying to do 10 things at the one time, you're maybe over-exercising, you know deep down you're not eating enough, you're not eating the right nutrition, right? So you're maybe eating ultra, ultra-processed shite, things with 57 ingredients in it, you know, and you're not taking care of yourself, then you're going to face a problem Probably later in your life. 
So your adrenal glands have been totally burnt out, wasted with stress, with poor diet, with you fucking staying up late to watch another episode of fucking Married at First Sight. Oh well. And then you get to, you know, 55 and you've got a heart problem. Oh fuck. You can't rewind time. I'm just going to tell you that. Prevention is the cure. Prevention is the cure. So you needed those adrenal glands to give you a bit of estrogen. So now the menopause symptoms, you're suffering like a fucking motherfucker. You know what I mean? Oh, well, you've not made time to exercise properly. You've not cooked your meals. You've not prepped. You've not took time to do something that you enjoy. The kids fucking run rings around you. You're basically a slave in the house. In fact, do you want me just to get you a saddle and we can just ride you about as well? Because the kids are tired walking from upstairs to downstairs, you know. Jim's got you fucking picking up this for the post office because he wasn't in. Doing the socks, you're just feeling fucking resentful. He's a way out to play fives. Are you having a fucking laugh? Resentment, stress, saying little things under your fucking breath. Then, oh, I'm going to try and get fit because I feel fat. We're not having sex because I don't feel attractive. I'm going to start getting up at five in the fucking morning to do body pump or hit step sorry it's not 1998 to do hit step burpees any fucking oh there's me smashing my adrenal glands more because guess what i don't want to get too bulky in the weights shh no if that's you or anyone you know you need to get them to address their health because if there's a chink in the chain of life right you it'll be later on you see that chink so if you break that chain later on You'll see the break. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for MD. I hate that. I hate when I get people who have left things too late and they're trying to rewind time. They're trying to reverse. It's much harder to do that than just to take care of yourself. The thing about it is it's like you with Jim. You get complacent. You get complacent. You've not got any health issues. The now you don't think about it. You know, you're not thinking to yourself, oh, in 15 years. Nobody thinks like that until there is an issue, unfortunately, you know. So I don't want that to happen to you by you learning about this, listening to the podcast, listening to me ranting. Hopefully you take things from it or hopefully you join my membership, which is opening back up. So inflammation, what now, right? Menopause may also be linked with increased markers of inflammation. By the way, if you do a blood test with me, we can actually look at some of these things. Um, it's a good idea to get it tested and draw a line under it. Listen, I'm not trying to sell you it. Go somewhere else. But at least once a year, you should be having a blood test. Because other than that, how the fuck do you know what's happening? Right? So that's also the inflammation. Inflammation's also got a potential risk of heart disease. Right? So while cardiac issues are primary concern for postmenopausal women, they're not the only concern, they're not the only kind of health challenge that you don't want to be faced when you're older is osteoporosis due to a rapid decline in bone density. That's another significant risk factor. So, I mean, I'm thinking, what can you do about this, man? Like, what are we thinking about it? See if you want to delve into some um, other studies about this. You can. It's been very medically studied that these issues happen. So like your heart problems and postmenopause, quote, we've got increases after menopause and becomes a leading cause of disease and death in women. Postmenopause, hormonal therapy and risks due to cardio disease by age and years since menopause. So you want to look that up. That's in PubMed. 
which is a great, great um, doctor study and people who have done tests and kind of got involved in all this, they do like long tests on people and it was all these women that were having all these heart conditions. Why? And it was the hormonal, it was estrogen. So menopause transition also leads to other adverse psychological changes exasperating cardiovascular risk in women. The source menopause and the cardiovascular system. You can Google that because it's it really is something. I mean, I knew and when my friend Mark told me about it, I was like, I know. But he was like that. Holy fuck. Like what? And then I forget. Fuck, man. We actually don't we don't get taught this stuff which is shocking but again I mean if you do like this sort of thing then I do do a lot of this in the membership and I've tried to make the membership affordable like it's about £1.16 a day you don't need to do anything see if you don't want to be chatting chatting and the women are talking about dance competitions and all that you can just lurk about in the background and get all the information off the main membership website where there's audio lessons, master classes, um, exercises, challenges, nutritional stuff, all of that's in there, which does take me on to the next point. So I'm telling you, obviously, like the fucking horror story, like, oh my God, there's thickening of the arteries. What am I going to do? I've got this fucking estrogen. I'm getting older. Don't worry. Don't worry. So obviously, and I'm currently just doing a Chinese medicine diploma. I've partnered up with the Tai Chi Wellness Centre. And they're all about getting to the root cause of the issue. Some say it's alternative medicine. If I lived in China, it wouldn't be. But anyway, so diet, balanced nutrition. Now, I'm reading this book, Yous. It's fucking brilliant, scary, terrifying, enlightening. And it's ultra-processed people. Holy shit, by the way. It's unbelievable. And it's just basically the way the food is processed now. Like, we're eating products, guys, man. We're not eating, like, normal things anymore. We're eating things with, like, 75 ingredients in it, beginning with eggs and gums and emulsifiers and the fucking E-numbers or, like, car tires and shit like that. Like, I'm pretty sure we're not meant to be eating stuff like that. Um, But this book, I really want you to read it because it will really... I think change the way finally that we look at food because I know there's a lot of like shite of people, personal trainers, famous ones, ones that are fucking loaded, mega money telling you you can eat whatever you want as long as you're in a calorie deficit. Well, turns out me, I've been right all fucking along because it just doesn't seem instinctively right that that would be the case. So what I can just drink seven cans of Coke Zero, it's zero calories, then I can eat all the shite and under the day as long as I stick to this mad calorie number so turns out no turns out no turns out the food you're eating is going to have an effect on your body however it's the way the food's made use right so in the book it starts off with this story now I remember this from when I was a wee girl right ice cream do you remember ice cream when you used to eat it you'd get like a fucking bit of ice in it you'd like fucking chip your tooth on this bit of ice like that oh and you're like, what the fuck is that? And it's because ice cream used to have like three ingredients in it. And it's actually quite hard to make. You need to like whisk it and freeze it at the same time. And you can't really transport it anywhere. It's actually a bit of a nightmare. Um, however, obviously, big money industry, the food industry, isn't it? They're selling products, man. They need to make this work. They can't sell ice cream that's going to fucking melt too quick. They can't do shit like that. So... 
what they've done is they've made it full of chemicals, right? And it might only say like 10 things. That's still a lot of ingredients. But the ingredients have ingredients. Like, what? Get yourself to fuck. The ingredients have ingredients. So the ice cream basically doesn't even need to be frozen. Like it's it's so full of chemicals. It basically doesn't need to be frozen. The only reason they freeze it is because the bacteria can grow easier. But you don't really need to freeze ice cream anymore. That's fucking gross. But back in the day, it used to be least tampered with, right? Now they need to transport it fucking nationwide. So they're doing anything they can to get like the most out of the ice cream. Even when you read different things like coconut milk, right? Coconut milk. So the one I take is Root Health, just because I need to look like every, that's processed, right? Because it's not, I'm not climbing a tree and grabbing a coconut, opening it and put, I'm not doing that. So there has been a process to make that into a coconut milk. But what you need to look for is the ingredients. So for example, um, the coconut milk that maybe Alpro sell, the barista one that's in Starbucks, it's creamy, thick. They've designed that so that it is creamy and thick and you get the most out of it, but it's got a lot of poor ingredients that's bad for our health, that's carcinogenic, that's cancer-causing. But we're not allowed to say that because as soon as you say that, somebody hits out with, ah, you're talking shite because it's just worry about a calorie deficit. We actually need to worry about the quality of our food, guys. I'm not kidding on. I'm sorry to say it. Now, they did, do loads of studies on this and read the book. I really recommend the book. Um, I'm listening to it in audio, but I actually just bought it on the hardback copy because I was like, I want to like fucking highlight that and put post-it notes in it and all this geeky shit. Um, but you have to read it and understand that food is big profit, man. They're trying to get the most for their money and fair enough, it's a business, but there's no thought about our health when it comes to the food industry. And I do know this from my own food shopping. It's dearer to be healthy than to be unhealthy. I mean, you go to Asda, wherever you shop, and you're getting frozen pizzas for like £3. If you had to go and make your own fucking pizza, you're probably up about £8. Do you know what I mean? Like they did that. The processed, um, in the experiment in the book, the processed people were about £100 to feed for a week. But the unprocessed people were like £150. So that's a big difference if you're trying to do a big shop for the family and especially now inflation prices have increased everywhere. Um, but you need to just be smart with this. Think about your granny you used to eat dead basic, your meat, your veg and all that. Like see anything where you're looking at it, there's loads of ingredients, it's been made by a fucking wizard. That's not going to be good for your health at all. So not surprisingly, how to protect your heart as we age the number one thing I'm telling you is your diet, what you're eating, is your food harming you or is it healing you? You know, we need to be very careful of what we're putting into our body and the process that that food has went through to turn into some fucking mutant version of itself, right? So, another thing, you're going to be shocked by this actually, I think, lifestyle. Oh my God, lifestyle, regular exercise, what? the fuck stress management oh somebody on my instagram i was like um what stopped me from staying healthy and blah blah, blah. i don't like exercise she's like having a heart problem when you're in your 50s do you know what i mean i don't like exercise what i say to that right because not everybody likes exercise i get clients sometimes right and they are fucking hating every second every minute of the time they are spending with me training. And I'm like that, by the way, this isn't for you. This isn't an exercise 
thing for you, but I'm sure there's something that we could find that you would enjoy that's going to move your body and keep you fit and healthy. I'm not saying going to the gyms for everyone. Sometimes it's not. My Stacey doesn't really like it. Do you know what I mean? So me and her do walks. We do bigger walks to get the heart rate up. When we're out our walk, we've gotten down the stairs a couple of times. I do some kettlebell stuff with her in the house. Um, me and her will do some yoga. Like it doesn't need to be, I need to do a four-day split at the gym. It doesn't need to be that, but it needs to be being realistic with yourself are you doing anything or are you doing fuck all do you know what I mean so regular exercise cardiovascular exercise can help improve the heart health who knew who knew who knew strength training can combat muscle and bone density as we lose that as the menopause I've just told you that stress management is a difficult one man and that's one of the big causes of a heart attack. It was my friend has terrible stress. We work and then the pandemic and it was like a pure perfect storm, maybe a wee bit of other things that was going on, um, diet, lifestyle and all that. But stress was the big fucking catalyst that really set it all off. And it's a difficult one because everyone, like I've said before, de-stresses differently like I'll de-stress differently to you you'll de-stress differently to your pal do you know what I mean but you need to find something that is fun for you now and ask I'm going to ask you this question right what do you do for fun but are you thinking about it right now you're just like I don't know I don't know I don't know what I do for fun I don't do nothing I don't do nothing it's actually one of the most difficult questions for people to answer. I've got loads of people that I work with and I ask this question, pure curiosity for a while, right? I didn't know what I'd done for fun. See, when I first started with like Stacey and I had took on this role with the kids and I was actually in a proper adult relationship. <laughs> Sorry, everyone else, but I kind of lost myself a wee bit and I can see how that happens to us birds if we've got a family if you've got a man if you've got kids um you can lose yourself dead easy so I kind of couldn't even answer that question myself and that's what made me very curious and it was what made me think people really need to take that seriously there needs to be something that you do that time passes quickly do you know what I mean like that's called your flow state. That's the fun. Like time does fly when you're having fun. You need to find something like that and you need to make it a regular thing that you do. I know you've got this and you've got that to do, but you're a long time dead. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, when you're 85, what ha- What did you do? I, I was really good at putting a dark wash on. I was brilliant at that. See a dark wash? That was excellent. No, you're not, it's not. That's not going to be a thing, is it? So I really want you to think about that. Like de-stressing, we need to have fun now. Obviously, if you've got things, big stresses, you can't just switch them off and understand that. But you can switch off from them, right? So you just need to find out what that is. But take a wee bit of time to learn that about yourself. You know, the next one. I I think you're going to be fucking shocked at this next one. By the way, I think you need to sit down. See if you're out in a walk. Sit down. Avoid smoking and limit alcohol. Oh no. Oh, she said it. Turn it off. I don't want to listen anymore. I don't want to listen anymore. Obviously, now, I mean, do we really need to go into the science of why that would be an issue for your health? Do I need to go into the science of that? Like it's substances that aren't meant to be in your body. It's a toxin. 
your body has to try and get rid of it, you're poisoning yourself, all of that. I'm actually bored because I think it's obvious. Now, it's not it's not obvious and easy to stop it, no, but there has to be a bit of effort in the want to change, to be honest, you know. There's a responsibility to do that and to make an effort to be healthier. It goes with everything that I've listed, to be honest. It takes a bit of effort, discipline. I mean, there's days out the other morning I was going to get up. Well, I did get up and I was going to go and train at the gym. Stacey's lying all cosy. It's pitch fucking black. I'm like, fucking, this alarm's went off at the wrong time. No, it's the right time. Bastard. She's lying all cosy. The rain is battering off the window. It's some fucking mad storm Agnes or something like that. Fucking Angie, I don't know, but she was battering off the windows. Did I fuck want to go to the gym? Did I then go, what's all the pros of me going to the gym? Yep, listed it. I've already got my gym stuff out. Ah, oh, gave myself a wee talking to, you know, don't be a pussy, all that chat. And then I went to the gym. And that's just discipline. It's just making yourself do it. It's fucking hard, but I take pride in being a healthy person. So for me, there's big value in making myself do something like that. If you've not read Atomic Habits, you should read that. Because if you struggle with things like what I've just said there, Atomic Habits gives you really, really good wee tips um, to help you with doing things like that. I'm going to say this one, gut health. A healthy gut can influence overall well-being and hormone regulation guess what kills your gut ultra processed food and alcohol oh shit um probiotics but also prebiotics so that's foods um that's all your fermented foods get some fermented food at least a couple of times a week use kimchi sauerkraut pickled things you'll love it i'm not talking about a pickle from the chippy I'd, your eyes have lit up i'm not talking about a pickle from the chippy <laughs> Um, make sure you're getting high fiber foods. If you're eating a diet full of shites that's made by the wizard, um, there's probably no fiber in that. So no wonder you're fucking constipated. Do not DM me and tell me you're constipated if you've had a fucking pop tart for your lunch, a caramel wafer for your break, a baguette for fucking Greg's for your lunch, and then a little microwave meal, and then come and hit me with I'm constipated. I fucking know you'll be constipated. There ain't no fiber in food that's fake. You need to get fibre to help your gut health, your colon health, your hormone health. It's very, very important that you do that. So gut health, it's important you take care of those friendly little gut bacteria down there. And I'm just going to say alcohol gel. Remember the time everybody was obsessed with sanitising their hands with the alcohol gel and it stung your wee cuts? I quite like that feeling. Well, that was for killing viruses. So you're drinking alcohol, babes. It's killing the gut. It's killing the gut. Guess what's next? Sleep and well-being. Holy shit. Do you think that actually this whole thing could just be you being healthy and it would help your heart? Do you think that there's maybe... Yes, there's a link. So you need to prioritise sleep. Listen, if you're sleeping, if you get two hours sleep, fucking you'll be one a horrible bastard anyway with your mood swings. But you want to eat shit all day. You're fighting your body's biology. Honestly, get the sleep, improve the heart health. Come on. That's easy peasy for you. It plays a crucial role in cardiovascular health, getting sleep. Come on. Limit toxin exposure. 
So environmental toxins, I talk about this all the time. I've got the Think Dirty app, um, but it's what I've just been talking about with the ultra processed shite, but it's also what we're putting on our body, what we're exposing our skin to. I'm sorry, it is important. Listen, see if you're concerned about it, message me and I'll put it in my Think Dirty app because it's £2 a month, that app. Do you know what I mean? I want to use it. Ah, ah, should I get on HRT? It's a difficult question for me because I think if the menopause has hit you like a ton of bricks and you've fucked yourself because you've not taken care of yourself, then yeah, I think there's a place for the correct HRT, a mix of progesterone and estrogen that's bioidentical to our body, so it's not a fake synthesis shiter. Um and it's really like it has to mimic the cycle of the menstrual cycle as well, remember? So, for example, I wouldn't produce progesterone for four weeks at a time. I would only produce that for the luteal phase. Um, the follicular phase, estrogen would be higher. It's a very intricate symphony of hormones to balance. So for me, just to whack on an HRT estrogen patch would be wrong. And it's very dangerous to not have also progesterone, not progesterone, so not I-N-E, running alongside that. And also remember as well, you shouldn't be drinking on this type of stuff. So you shouldn't be hitting the fucking whispering angel like a motherfucker. You can't do that when you're taking stuff like this, right? So you've got a whole host of hormones. But again, for me, it's crazy to not get your bloods done and see where these hormones are sitting. And then from that information, doing stuff accordingly. Guessing is crazy. If you're not doing the bloods and you're just going to go on, say, HRT um, or progesterone or whatever, starting low is always best. It's with anything. It's like when people go to Amsterdam on holiday and they eat the full fucking muffin. You cannot take out, right? If you've ate that full edible muffin full of cannabis, you're going to be in a horrible way in about 90 minutes, right? But if you take a bite, you can add more in. It's the same with your hormones, right? Small and steady. It's the same with everything, actually. I'm always saying small and steady, the girls in the membership. So I hope this episode was insightful, helpful, something that you can go on and research um, about how we can protect our cardiovascular health, and especially in women, and especially because the concern is for postmenopausal women. It's essential that we're aware of the risk of this. So talk to your pals about it. Share me. I mean, I'm not even get a fucking swipe up button on Instagram yet. <laughs> I don't even know if they do it anymore. Um, anyway, the membership is opening and I want you to join it. So if you're listening to this podcast today, go on to keepingfitandwell.co, click on the membership, get signed up, and then I'll be in touch with you. And we're going to be doing loads of cool things this half of the year. We've got a little yoga ceremony coming up with our fantastic teacher, Natalie. Um, and she's going to be doing that with us and doing a bit of a women's circle. It's like a new moon thing. You know what the yogis are like. They love the moon, don't they? Um, so we're doing stuff like that. We've also got a soup workshop coming up in November, which I'm very excited about. It's with my friend Margaret, who thinks I'm crazy. Probably I'm slightly. I'm definitely crazy at her. She's very cool and normal. Um, so she's going to be teaching us how to make soups, which I love. Everybody loves a soup. Come on, you love a soup. So we've got loads of good stuff. I've got a wee um, virtual workshop coming up as well with Vicky, who's going to tell us how to reignite our life. So this is a good one if you don't know um, what you do for fun and all that. So I'm going to love you and leave you, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd like you to follow me. 
on the thingy bob so either the apple or the spotify because when you follow me it means that i won't get ignored off guests that would be nice imagine i had a friend on a podcast one time ah <sighs> peace out i hope you have a great week and i'll speak to you next week Bye.